we're back here for another sort of special episode of the Talk and Chatter Experience where obviously we've just had round five of the Australian Superbike Championships out at Morgan Park at Warwick. For the weekend, I was up in the commentary box doing the circuit commentary with Mark Brax. After the races on Sunday afternoon, I decided to take a bit of a walk down and have a chat around to some of the riders in the pits. And it comes from a respectful place to the riders. I have the utmost respect for what they do is absolutely incredible. And for them to give me the time of day and sit down and have a bit of a chat when they're wanting to go home, probably. Uh, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, hope you enjoy it too. Here's what Max Delfa had to say. It's been tough, you know. Um, all the all our testing was uh, rained out, and Friday practice was rained out, so all all on the back foot. And I've not done many laps here on any bike, so we made a lot of progress in Q1, um, and I made it through to Q2, and that was the first time I've been able to get into Q2, so I was happy about that. And um, yeah, we just made some steady progress in the in the races. So overall, we learned a lot this weekend, and yeah, we've got plenty to to keep moving forward with. Mate, your gym schedule seems to be pretty hectic. Is that helping with the bike? Yeah, for sure, but I think I'm going to have to up it after this weekend. There's uh, quite a physical track, this one. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think um, a bit more time in the gym is going to be necessary. Give me a highlight and a low light for the weekend. Race one was pretty tough, so that's probably a, a low light. And then a highlight was probably cute, making it in Q2. That was, um, that was pretty special, I think. It was uh, the first time I've done that. So, yeah, that was, that was cool. To run out of tyres? Um, yeah, for Q2, I did add the run around on... Um, uh, tyres I used in time practice so <laughs> yeah that was that was a bit of a shame that was my guess mate I thought uh, I was sitting up there and I'm like uh, with what you've been through I thought okay they must be pretty, pretty close to the end of the bag so yeah but uh, well done good weekend no thank you very much appreciate it it was fantastic to see Max get into Q2 for that session on Saturday obviously very little testing at this track with the team and Friday being pretty much a waste of time for everybody it was awesome to see Max get up there and uh, yeah, big things ahead for him by the looks of for the end of the year. Our next chat was with Troy Herfoss in the pits. So let's sit back and see what Troy has to say. The bikes, I'm making progress now because I, get, I was getting off the corners better and yeah. What I lacked in Darwin was outright speed and then that was nice to tick that box. I'm, I'm sort of getting my outright speed back, but yeah, I don't know, just little things, yeah. Is it time here? I needed I need more, my body's just, I oh, keep harping on about it, it feels like forever, but it's been forever, but it's just, I'm just not what I was yet, but yeah, just, it's just hard, that's all. In general, I'm like, I'm really, in, like, I, I love racing, like, it just was the best feeling to be out front, but um, yeah, I just don't, I come into the pit sometimes and they ask me what's wrong with the bike and you know inside yourself that your body's holding it back a few tents. And it's hard to, that's the hardest part is to try and just keep being positive because it's like they're trying to, everyone's trying to help you, but mm. you know that you're the problem. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's, it gets frustrating. Head game. Yeah, so anyway, I've just got to keep getting better. And once my body is better, I know we can win races again, but yeah. What's, what's a bit of it come down to? Is it like you're fit again? Yeah. It's just flexibility? It's, yeah, mobility. Mobility. mobility mainly like yeah. just them little muscles the st stability yep. stability muscles basically like I just I can do push-ups and chin-ups like I used to like, yep. I can do all the all the little sort of fitness tests I used to do I'm good like on the push bike I'm arguably stronger as strong or stronger like so there's no physical set like anything physical hold me back except for I just struggle my riding motorbike's just different to like you just Unless you're a motorbike rider, you don't realise how hard it is to, to ride a motorbike. Mm. But, um, yeah, just them mobility muscles and, like, 
changing direction is the hardest for me from left into a right. Yep. When you've got to change and, and get your elbow down and into, sink into the corner a bit and um, drop your elbow, it's sort of my shoulder, that rotation movement hurts a lot. So, and like, even when it's not hurting, it's like, it's sort of like a subconscious still. Like, it, it's in my subconscious that it's going to hurt. So yep. you're like trying to be a bit, put a band-aid over it or be a bit tentative. So, I don't know, it's just this process I'm going through, I guess. But it just, it gets frustrating. You don't like talking about it all the time because it gets, it becomes an excuse. And, you know, people that support me, yep, they take it. But the, yep. the people that don't support me, like, oh, yeah, look, here he is. He's whinging about his body again. Or he's whinging about his bike again. Like, But anyway, I still, I'm still here riding a Honda and they haven't replaced me because... There's got to be a reason for that, so I must be doing half alright. <laughs> There's no one to replace you. Yeah, you're doing a good job at the moment. Like, yeah, I'm. I'd love to have someone on the on the bike, a teammate or whatever, to see, you know, if or if you know, is is the body holding me back? Are we? Do we need to make progress with the bike? Like, I do believe we've got a good package, um, but yeah, it's hard when you're the only bike on the grid of that yeah. of that that brand. You know, like, you can't bounce any ideas off anyone. So, yeah. I think you're um, you're turning. Like you'd be able to turn that bike anywhere. It yeah. looks like so agile. Yeah, I, I can. Yeah. yeah. I so, can I can when I'm feeling good I can turn the bike well. Yeah. It just it's the hardest point I find whether it's my riding style or the bike is um just touch the touch of the throttle and that first that first bit of grip I sometimes feel like a lap lack. Um yeah. But that's like I've always ridden that, that sort of way where I'm strong on the entry, so it could be a personal riding thing as well. Yeah. That, again, it's hard when there's yeah you know, only hundred on the grid. You got someone like Arthur Sissy say that's that real like GP style, like he sort of he isn't slowing, but he really comes to the the back of the corner strong. Yep. Like um he's probably the other end of the scale. Like okay, if he was riding the bike, it'd be interesting to see what he thought of the touch of the throttle. Mm. But because um, there's, there's two opposite riding styles there. Absolute respect to Troy Hofos for giving us the time to listen to that and uh, giving us an insight into what he's going through still. Our next guest is Brian Starring from Desmo Sport Ducati. Let's have a listen to see what Brian has to say. Well, highlight for me was race two of the weekend. It was really the first time that we actually kind of got going, which was which is a bit ridiculous because we we came here quite well prepared, um, and I, I I can't say exactly why. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't really get going earlier in the weekend, but race one was also difficult because I didn't feel like I had the same motorbike as I'd been riding, in which uh, I definitely did. Anyway, that's why race two is the highlight because it's the first time I was, I was able to sort of uh, spread my wings and, and fly and ride the bike the way that I know I can. Um, and that was how I expected the, all the weekend to be, but we just got a late start on it and a late run. But um, really happy to get third overall, even if I sort of chanced it with a good result in the final race. But um, that's how it goes. Sometimes uh, you're on the, on the bad side of that and sometimes on the good, and this time uh, it worked out. It was awesome to see Brian get back up on the podium this weekend on the Desmo Sport Ducati. And next up we have Brock Pearson, who was obviously chasing Brian for a fair bit of the races and went in front for a little bit as well. So. Let's have a listen to see what Brock had to say about his opportunity on the Desmo Sport Ducati. It's been really special uh, jumping on the Desmo Sport uh, Panigale V4R. has been, you know, an experience from the start. I uh, didn't know where I'd place myself this weekend, but I think I, uh, I showed I belong in the field and uh, done a good job for myself, so I'm happy. 
Tell me about a highlight. Uh, I think the highlight would have to be, you know, those four boys in front of me and me bridging that gap. You know, there are a lot of guys that I doubted myself throughout the year and didn't think I, you know, had the uh, the experience and, and the talent maybe to potentially, you know, do those sort of things. And, you know, today I proved to myself that I can. And uh, I think it's just a start, home track, sure. But, uh, you know, I've been off the bike for two months. Give me a few more rides and it'll be a different story. Do you feel like, and, and this is probably coming from my own words, but you're the sort of riding of your own self in the past. You look really aggressive out there and leg out a bit and you just look really comfy. Yeah, look, I've, um, the difference is, is, you know, you get on a bike and you feel comfortable and you feel like yourself and you start enjoying things. And, you know, I've, I've had a lot of doubts this year about how, you know, this my bike year might go. And, uh, you know, days like today, you get that enjoyment back in your riding because, you know, you... You start going fast, and when you go fast, you enjoy it. And I felt at home, and yeah, I feel aggressive, and I just feel like I, you know, I suit the bike, and I belong here in the class. And I hope it's just the start. Very positive, Brock Pearson walking away from Morgan Park. So let's see what comes about for the rest of the season for Brock Pearson. Lachlan Epis is the next rider we found in the pits, and uh, let's shoot over to Lachlan and have a bit of a listen to see how his weekend went. Weekend, I think, as a whole, was a lot better than what we've had previously. Um, I qualified fourth. That was awesome for me and the team. Uh, we got we got a bullshit penalty on a penalty because MA decided that they they are in charge of whatever they want to do and they don't have to follow their own rule book. Um, so that was a bit unfortunate for our second race. It pretty much guaranteed we were going to have an awful one. Uh, but our first one, I led the first ten corners. Uh, then I got punted by Wayne, which was another disappointing part of the, the weekend. But we fought back. I had great fun. The team did an awesome job. Bike felt good. And I show that I, I can be here and I belong here, so I'm looking forward to the last two rounds. Race pace and qualifying pace look pretty damn good as well, so it's got to be something taken away from that, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of positives. Um, we actually got some results on paper too, which is nice, instead of just being like, in theory, we got some stuff down on practice, which is good. Yeah, there's, there's a lot more positives than negatives. It's just a couple of small things made some major issues for us as far as race results. Can you explain the MA ruling? The rule, the rule states that if you don't run stickers in time practice, uh, your time's disqualified and you have to start Q1. Q1. So we went, we want the extra track time because it was rained on Friday, so we purposely went out in time practice without stickers um, with the intention of being disqualified and going through Q1. And they went, oh, well, you, you're, you're taking advantage of the rules here. I'm like, well, the rules are how you've written them. They went, we don't like that. So as well as disqualifying you, we're also going to take two tyre stickers off you, which meant that we now only had five tyres for four sessions. I mean, you do the math, we're, we're at a massive disadvantage. So they, they, just, they just did whatever they wanted. It's typical, we've experienced it all year. Um, I feel like I jumped the start in the first race and I didn't get a penalty. So they're not consistent with their rule book either way. So it's what it is. Um, I won't be here next year, but it is what it is. You can hear the frustrations, obviously, in Lachlan's voice there and obviously no holding back. So an interesting insight from uh, Lachlan Epis' perspective. Next up is the round winner, Wayne Maxwell. Qualifying lap record, race one and race two win at not your home circuit and one you haven't tested that much. Uh, let's have a listen to what Wayne had to say. Well, the weekend has absolutely exceeded my expectations. I didn't uh, expect to come to Morgan Park and win, yeah, get pole position, win both races. So, um, yeah, it's an, it's an amazing feeling. Probably one of the sweetest to pass Mike on the last lap. You know, he's been so strong at the end of the races all year. So to pass him there and win the race in uh, at his at his home races are uh, a pretty sweet feeling for us. And um, yeah, really, really like yeah, I was well excited. <laughs> Give us a highlight. Was there one particular one? Well, I guess my qualifying lap yesterday because that really set me up for the thing to do it to do a twelve five around here is you know fast half second faster than I've ever been on any bike and you know it's just 
you know, people always say that, um, you know, like they compare us as in a race for the championship. We really shouldn't be in the race for the championship. We're a small private team. We don't have full-time staff like the other guys. You know, we just do it because we love it. And uh, so to do that is an awesome reward for the effort. You know, the, the smiles it puts on the people's faces is unbelievable. Awesome, mate. Love it. And uh, anything else to add? Nah, mate. Looking forward to having a chat with you. That's it. Sounds like Wayne's walking away a very happy person from the Morgan Park round and a very confidence-inspiring round for Wayne as well. So, which is one of those things that leads into we've got five races left for the year. So I'm sure Wayne is really looking forward to getting back to Phillip Island and then obviously to Tail and Bend to finish off the season. The next rider and the final rider that we were able to get hold of on Sunday evening around the transporters having a bit of a chat was Mike Jones, the current series points leader. I'll turn it over to Mike now to give us a bit of an update of how his weekend went. Yeah, weekend here at Morgan Park Raceway. It's been a, been a good one, but um, yeah, Friday practice we was was damp and wet, so uh, nobody got any, any track time there. Um, uh, conditions improved for Saturday, and um, we had time practice session in the morning, and we just more or less ran our bike that with the settings in it that we'd, we'd um, tested on here previously. So it was more just a matter of me getting a feeling with the bike and um, getting comfortable. And then uh, and then we had uh, qualifying in the afternoon and the conditions were great. So, um, yeah, tried our best and we were second position in qualifying. And then uh, we headed into today, today's races. Um, great weather again today. Um, and, yeah, it was just hard battles with um, with Wayne. He was, um, he was really strong and... Uh, the first race just didn't quite get the start and then I was meant that I was behind a couple of guys and just took me a few laps to get past them riders and in that time Wayne had already made a gap and um, and it was sort of took way too long for me to try and catch up I only got, got got onto the back of him right on that last lap and by then I was sort of you know not much that I could do um, in the way of passing him so yeah finished second in that race and then uh, race two was much better I got a fantastic start and uh, got the whole shot and um, was trying to sort of set the pace that I was comfortable with but um, yeah Wayne was right there and, and Herfoss came through and he uh he, yeah, he, he heard us went to the front and sort of mixed, mixed Wayne and I up a little bit there. And once we got back past him, then, uh, yeah, we just were head-to-head -head all the way till the, the last lap there. And uh, Wayne, yeah, was just better, was able to put a nice pass on. And um, I had such a big moment that I nearly crashed the motorbike, but uh, fortunately stayed upright and came across the line second position overall for the weekend. So, Any, any particular things that you look at that was uh, like a highlight or a lowlight? Um... Not really. I mean, nothing really stood out. Um, we just sort of meandered on through the weekend, kind of <laughs> averagely, really. Like, I mean, it, it's 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 interesting. Like, um, uh, you know, miles ahead of the rest of the field. It's that I'm competing against Wayne, and so it's only fine margins between winning and losing. Um, but but um, so to say that. Um, yeah, it was kind of like an average weekend. Like, it doesn't sound great, but the reality is is that we're, you know, we're still really, really strong and, and going really great. So I, I can't say anything stood out particular over the weekend. Like, we, we, you know, we just sort of turned up and, and ran a bike that w we knew worked around here, and it was more just up to me to try and make the most of it. So, um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty low-key, really. <laughs> it did seem like one of those weekends where it was just like... Um just flowed you know get out of Friday and it just flowed through pretty much for the weekend were you surprised at the pace yes absolutely I mean the pace was was very very fast um uh I think faster than it's been the last time that we we're racing here so um 
yeah, pace was hot. It was it was a tough race, you know, like a, you know, our races are sprint races, but at at other circuits, um, it's you have time to have a bit of a breather. Here, there's no breather at all. So to run that pace for that long is, um, yeah, just really exhausting. I hope you've enjoyed the insight into a couple of the riders' the weekends here at Round 5 of the Australian Superbike Championship. Shoot me a message and let me know if it was good, bad, ugly, all that sort of stuff. And we will try and do this at some of the other rounds if we get enough interest from other people as well. So uh, I can't thank the riders enough for giving us their time. Absolute respect to all the riders that go out there and ride at the limit every lap. So thanks for listening. Hit subscribe on YouTube if you get a chance and uh, give us a rating and a review on iTunes. Cheers.